0: Today we take a deep dive with a guest whose career spans over a decade in the development of digital services in the Philippines. The first time I spoke to her I was in awe of her natural ability to break down user experiences into their finer moments. She started her career as a graphic designer with a passion for picture story illustrations and is now working as UI designer at Monster Lab in Singapore. Katrina Rada. Welcome to the Docker Demo Design Podcast.
1: Thank you for inviting me. How are you?
0: (laughs) I am very good. Really happy to have you here. First question I want to ask you is, what color best describes how you feel today?
1: Uh, My color would be olive green.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Olive green because every time I see a chair outside, or all of us, uh, we always... uh, feel calm when we see co- the color green, mm. especially the nature. Now, I feel calm with this podcast. So the description would be Olive
0: Green. You know, I, I actually really love that response from you. So Olive Green it is and really happy that we're making you feel calm. Mm. You're from the Philippines.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: which city in the, the Philippines?
1: In, uh, in Laguna specifically Santa Rosa City.
0: When did you arrive in Singapore from the Philippines?
1: I arrived here in Singapore around specifically January 2 of this year. Uh, mm. It was during a pandem- the pandemic. Uh, yeah, January 2 and then I was like quarantined for 14 days, which is actually kind of a nightmare for me. <laughs>
0: Yes, I, I agree. Like in Japan we also had the we still have the fourteen day restriction. Mm. How many months have you been in Singapore now?
1: Uh right now it's uh eight months. It'll be my ninth on this coming November two, which is actually next week. Very fast.
0: Before you moved to Singapore uh, physically, you had been working with some Singapore partners and clients before. Yes. How do you find that experience now working in Singapore?
1: Uh, honestly speaking, during my first few stays here, especially when I just started with work, it was a, a big adjustment because in terms of culture, it was totally different from from where I came from, which is the Philippines. But in a good way, because the culture here is more, it's more of relaxing, like, uh, like there's this culture that we don't call each other sir or ma'am. Just call each other by first names.
0: Does uh, living in the country change the way you actually create solutions?
1: It changed me a lot when I started working for Singapore project. Um, uh, just to give you a little background. Uh, in the past, I used to do freelance work also for Singapore clients. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So at first, uh, since I was still residing in the Philippines back then, I was not really uh, client-facing face. Now that I'm here in Singapore, what I do now is I'm more of in client-facing. So for me, that is a really big adjustment. And at the same time, it's uh trying to understand uh how to work with other colleagues in singapore trying to understand the culture mm-hmm. of each yeah so it's a really big adjustment for me because uh in my experience here so far comparing it with my previous experience uh having uh, meetings here is more Casual, so oh. it yeah more casual. So it feels it made me feel like you can contribute a lot of things. You know, uh, it makes me feel like you can share everything. That like there is no right or wrong suggestion. So that uh with the Singapore culture, that makes me it makes me feel that way when it when having meetings. It's that's how casual it is here.
0: That's actually like really nice. I I also experience it sometimes when I've been to a new country. Okay, your first 100 days in Mm -hmm. in Singapore. Uh, So maybe your first three months roughly Yeah. uh, in in Singapore. What as a a designer has really stood out for you? Like something you're like, oh wow, we never had this in the the Philippines.
1: To be fully honest with you, it wasn't really an easy adjustment um, Mm -hmm. because this is a totally different environment. So there are most times during my 100 days, I feel really homesick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so but it, it's a good thing because technology nowadays is really advanced. I get to communicate people even if they're far away, like my family, uh, my friends. So it's really a good thing. It really helped me uh, cope uh, with with this, uh, the big changes here in Singapore for me.
0: Sorry to, to jump in, but I, uh, sure. I actually remember something you had mentioned to me once was that right now we're going through this corona pandemic. And you mm-hmm. said that was also like, the technology of living in Singapore was very much new as well, compared to like, even if it's just digital access to enter a a building.
1: Ah, yes.
0: I thought that was really interesting as well, you know, you know, obviously the ease to talk to your family, but then also this uh, other opportunity of like, that's the way you move around the city.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's true. So there is this um, interesting technology here in Singapore. It's a tracing app, and uh, I really liked it because it makes you feel safe to go around like anywhere here in Singapore. Because mm. all the areas here have this QR code that you need to scan. It's really interesting because wherever you go, you you get to uh, they'll know where you went, so the tracing is easier. And then also what I find interesting is the one I shared with you before, mm-hmm. the, te- the technology here advances so fast that uh, they, they really adjust based on the, based on the, situa- the current situation. Like in, mm. in the airport, uh, in Jewel Changi, uh, when me and my friends went there around February, I think, last February, uh, we noticed that the elevators there yeah, usually we press the buttons to get to the floor, right? Yeah. So now it's like this uh, finger scanner that can detect your finger wherever, where, whichever button you you put your finger near in. So oh. you don't have to press it. I was like, wow, wow, Singapore, wow. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's really interesting. That reminds me of like a sci-fi movie, you know, like... Uh... I usually, I'm so used to pressing something like and then but having that scan yeah that's really interesting. Do you find when you're working on ideas because obviously with UI design now if you're working on a project in Singapore, the user already knows that type of technology exists Yes And so do you find that that somehow makes its way when you're trying to think of a solution for a Singaporean app?
1: Yes. Since the technology is really advanced here, I think the learning curve of Singaporeans adjusting to the new technology is is really fast. They adapt really fast here. But also at the same time, uh, we also have uh, some, some users, let's say the, the our senior citizens, Yes. or those who are what we call the uh the next billion users or those people who just yes. started to use the internet yeah yes so those people are really important to be onboarded because most of them do not know how to use a smartphone. They don't u- know how to use the, diff- the new technology. So I mm. witnessed that many times here in Singapore too. So what I like what, with what Singapore does is that they on, not only conceptualize for, uh, for the advanced uh, to, uh, for the advanced technology uh, for the, f- to meet the purpose. They also consider conceptualizing a UX or UI flow for those next billion users. Like, oh. yeah, like for uh, taking example for the tracing app. So mm-hmm. there's this, uh, uh, there is two options. One is you can scan the QR code from the venue through the mm-hmm. app. Then the other one is they have, they provide th- this token. Uh, this token, uh, you can use it to scan um, in the, with another scanner, uh, which is also positioned in the in the different venues in Singapore, so that is like you don't have to use the application or open the app just to to tap in and and check in your location. So I find it really amazing because giving a solution to all the types of users. You know?
0: mm. I also really like big thinking. You know, next generation of users, mm. as you said. Definitely the next billion users. I've always thought of Singapore as a being very advanced city where everyone's up to date. So hearing that there are also some users within the country that are part of the design flow that you wouldn't think are the, are the majority. Yeah. Uh, with saying that I, I would like to just jump back then to the Philippines. Mm. It's probably then different right there. It's, I feel the Philippines is a very young population
1: Mm.
0: so your next uh set of users is probably very different Mm. do you find there uh things you've learned in the even though the users are different there's Mm. some things you've learned in the philippines that you feel are very like uh useful in singapore whether it's just a way you uh understand a design problem Mm. as you said you know understand a flow or of how the user interacts with the application
1: mm. okay so me working as a designer ph when working with engineers it was it is kind of similar in a way uh, all of us uh, when we discuss a uh, ux ui we're all really in talking really technical terms so during my first few years as a designer for starting from my first job i never really had much knowledge with a front end uh, a front end terms mm. so i find it hard to communicate and it and i realized that it is really a necessity or or at least know the basics to communicate with engineers mm. and then after 5 years of experience or more uh, and I broadened my uh, my knowledge with front-end. So the communication with the engineers is is clearer. And then I mm. tried to apply it here in Singapore. They're pretty similar. They're pretty similar as long as you know the terms that you're talking about. And then in the Philippines, I get to learn design thinking or design sprint.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here in Singapore, they're pretty Uh, I think it really depends on the client, but I feel they're pretty strict with that. Like everything has to start from from research to interview Mm. to wireframing, then to prototyping, and then uh, UI design, and then development. Like everything has to be very organized here, and everything has to have proof. So, yeah, that's my... Experience so far here, which is actually a good thing.
0: Mm. I want to contrast that experience to mm. first success that made you confident about being a designer. Uh,
1: the first success that made me confident was when our company, our company and the company that we worked in, uh, received the good design awards uh, back in twenty nineteen. So there was this uh, client uh, from Japan that I was assigned to as a UX/UI designer, and um, I and then the client registered uh, the the product for Good Design Awards, and we were all surprised that we we are one of those uh, listed in the winner section. So that was really a surprise, mm-hmm. and uh given my experience working with the with that client in Japan, it was my first um client that I handled uh, in Asia that is in Japan so it was a big adjustment uh, in terms of culture mm-hmm. and also a big adjustment in terms of um, adjusting to the new um to the new art style, so I discovered he- many things here. Like Japan, they are really using uh, minimal, minimalized illustrations, designs. Uh, unlike in, uh, let's say, Western culture, all uh, works, the works uh, created there are more, more detailed, has more elements. But with Japan, it has to be like simple, but uh, has deep meaning. So mm-hmm. it's a big adjustment. And then second is, um, in terms of work, work culture, it is really different. So uh, it, everything was a big adjustment. And then mm. uh, it's also the first uh, client that I handled by myself. With the help of my um, um my manager back then in monstar philippines mm. uh, yeah so um i find this really successful because i was surprised this was the very first time i received an award together with a client of course and it's also representing yeah. the company
0: yeah i hundred percent agree i'm for the uh, maybe people who don't know, that uh, Good Design Awards is one of the uh, largest awards in Japan. Uh, it's uh, usually for various creative products and services. So, everything ranging from architecture, digital services, to even the design of uh, cars. Mm. Um, that's all encapsulated in the Good Design Awards. And it happens yearly. Uh, as I said, it, it must have been really a, an honor get that reward at that time you were in the philippines
1: yeah the philippines.
0: so were you onboarded like how were you introduced to to japanese culture as you said there's a difference right between western design
1: yeah and
0: japanese design
1: okay uh so um since this is my very first time to handle a japanese client so what i did is uh first i was introduced with a the client then they um they uh, gave me access to uh, to their product uh, of what uh, the purpose of, what the purpose of the product is, and what's the uh, what's the art direction that we're going towards. So when um, when I start reviewing all the references that they provided, that's when I realized that the all the art styles are different. They're more simplified. So what I did is I made some research in Google and at the same time with Dribbble. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very, uh, and also Pinterest, they're actually really, really helpful uh, for me to fully understand uh, how how is the art style uh, done in Japan. So... That's how I got onboarded with how their art styles are mm. and then I tried to I tried to adjust towards it because I'm used with the western Western uh, version of illustrations. So now mm. I needed to adjust with the new one and at the same time, I'm actually like to draw, so I was surprised that when the client gave me a task that is related to creating illustrations they really lo- they really loved it because the illustrations I usually do are those you know those illustration flat designs mm. Mm. and it was i didn't know that it was really impactful for for the japan culture so I was really surprised with that
0: wow i i know at uh p v c um you'd also spent you'd also been working Uh, had experience working in a a philippines uh, agency and consultancy yes Uh, that experience of uh, you using a western style is that something that's popular in the philippines and that's why you had that specific skill or was it something you just uh, specifically were interested in Mm.
1: Uh, for flat I I for flat design it's usually my preference because it's simpler and it's more of uh it's more of uh, what I really do for the western style it's more of like mixing gradient mixing gradient uh, colors and it's more of similar to tr- 3D style illustrations mm. uh that part I still need to practice on but mm. uh, most of my most of my art styles Uh, personally it's more on the flats flat style illustrations
0: one thing i I always find uh, interesting with um, just the the flat styles i've seen in terms of like uh, images is that um, it also depends on i suppose the the client right yeah Uh, and uh, where they're from Um, of course at that time, this was a, a, a Japanese uh, client. Yes. Um, so, if I was to ask you, if you compared it to the the Philippines, uh, are clients also interested in that type of uh, actual like visual identity? That, hmm. or is it completely different?
1: Hmm. Uh, with my experience working with the Philippines, it really depends on the preference. Uh, okay. uh, it also depends on. In the in their culture, like for example, I used to work in uh, for an Australian company, Mm. so they're kind of similar with the art styles in Singapore. So Singapore is also uh, using illustrations, illustration style artworks, but they're more on you know, uh, they're more of it looks cute.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, yes yes yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> so it's more it's mostly lo- looks cute and uh so um with that I adjusted with uh creating a more technical looking illustrations that has a you know those perspective view illustrations. Yeah. Yeah, those things. Then I used to work with uh another company who is also using uh, different different art styles as well, which is a bit challenging because um, sometimes this uh, this company uses gradient. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they use flat art style, so I'm not really sure which direction to take before when creating illustrations. But uh, I. Yeah, uh, but I agree. Uh, the one that you mentioned, it really depends on the client and what their preferences are. So I just uh, try to adjust to that.
0: Yes. Uh, I think then it would be really interesting to hear, the, hear from you is that if you're someone who's coming from the, the Philippines, what type of advice would you give to a UI designer before they, before they come to, to, to Singapore?
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh so first off, um, from as me coming from Philippines and mm-hmm. coming to Singapore, uh, understanding the culture in the Philippines, I realized that uh, we uh, where our country is not really multiracial, mm-hmm. so we only get to understand how uh, our communication with each other is really you know very very much the same. So, um, which is not bad, not, not bad too, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, it, but if, uh, somebody comes to another country from Philippines, my biggest advice that I could give is one is to be open-minded because, uh, when you come to another country, it's, it means that you really have to understand their culture, uh, need to understand what is, uh, uh, what, uh, what their behaviors are like, for example, here I notice uh, Singaporeans they l- they love food here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, are
1: yeah. foodies! Yeah, I notice it here. Like uh, one time, uh, me and my husband went out, and then there is this new restaurant open. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, even if it's pandemic, everybody like queues there uh, or falls in line in there and waiting for their turn to eat. Like Every time a new restaurant opens here, everybody re- really tries it. So it's really interesting. <laughs> that, yeah. that,
0: that is also, I am a really big foodie as well. Um, mm. I definitely want to go to Singapore once the situation gets better of the, the pandemic um, to try out the, they call them uh, street hawkers.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hmm. and
0: i've just seen some amazing food on on youtube so i am i am really excited that uh, everyone else in in singapore is also a foodie as well
1: yes oh you you let me know so so we could maybe uh, tour you around as well
0: oh yes i'll yeah. 100% <laughs> i'm going to take that invite now and i'm never not going to forget it I'll, <laughs> I'll call you in like a few months time hey <laughs>
1: you
0: remember what you're talking about food i'm here
1: yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I'll let you try the uh the roasted pork rice here. It's my favorite, my personal favorite. <laughs> uh, oh. and and then also there's this what you call bakote. Uh b- but uh, are you okay with eating uh beef or pork?
0: Uh I'm I'm okay with both. I'm
1: okay with. Both. Yeah, so bakote is really good. Like it's really a must try. Uh it's what they say uh a uh, very shiok. Shok means happy. Oh. <laughs> happy. Am I correct? Happy. <laughs> so every time every time I we eat outside like together maybe with my husband's friends when they mm-hmm. like the food they would say ah oh, shok. Uh, it means ah oh, happy or satisfied.
0: <laughs> shok.
1: shok. Yeah, shok. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I I love happy food so I am definitely going to remember that. That's those are two things I'm going to remember.
1: Another advice I would give is to never stop exploring and discovering things that are new. Like uh, since Singapore is really safe or in other countries, uh, feel free to just walk around and try to like uh, uh, observe uh, the environment, like how they are, Mm -hmm. what they do, like what.
0: I like that you said uh, observing because Mm -hmm. as a when you as a UI designer, when you're creating things for people, that's how you learn about the culture, right? Yes. You just go out there and get absorbed in everything.
1: That's the only way you can learn. Yes. Oh, also I forgot to share. It's okay to take baby steps with the adjustment period. Like no rush. I mean, this is from my personal experience. And also stay courageous and have strong faith in yourself. It's really, it's really needed.
0: And on that note, Thank you so much, Katrina Rada. You're welcome. For joining us today on the Docker Demo Design Podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you for everyone who joined us on today's episode and tuned in. Look forward to seeing you in the next one.